It's time to swing into the golf world of today. I don't think I've had this much fun on a golf show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart, sponsored by TaylorMade. Terrific voice, and you have enthusiasm. Now your host, the director of fun. Give me that guy all day. He's the best. Keith Stewart. Good afternoon, and welcome to The Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, the director of fun. Thank you for tuning in to ESPN 920. All right, it's going to be a special week. We will be talking to a brilliant golf leader about the USGA, her foundation, and during one of the biggest weeks in women's golf. But right now, after we get started, we're going live down to Augusta National to report on the women's amateur. Hit it, Wade. I can't wait. We got to jump out of this quick today, and we got to get right to it. No small talk. Of course, the Suez Canal was fixed, so we're past that anyway. <laughs> That's all we cared about. That's all we cared about all week. I followed that thing during spring break. It was fantastic. Anyway, uh, it, as usual, we have a guest coming up in our second and third segment, and her name is Abby Liebenthal, and uh, she's a dynamic golf leader who works for the USGA, and she started her own foundation. I mentioned it in the opening, and we can't wait to get to her. Her foundation's called For the Ladies. But speaking of the ladies, it is a very big week down at Augusta National Golf Club, and they are hosting their second-ever women's amateur. All right, so... Um, Yes, the LPGA has their first major this week, the ANA Inspiration, but we are about to go down to Augusta National and talk to the Florida State women's coach, Amy Bond. You know, Amy's there with Bia Vallen, uh, one of her players, a junior on her team, a very special Swede. She's ranked top 10 female amateur players in the world, and she is competing in her second Augusta National women's amateur. And if you caught that, Wade, there's only been two of them. So she's pretty good, you know, and uh, her coach is pretty good, too. And we're about to bring her on the air. But just real quickly, to give you an idea of this pedigree, in nine seasons at FSU, she's had nine All-Americans. She's made seven straight NCAA championship appearances. She's uh, like 18 All-ACC selections. She's won 14 career tournaments as a coach. I mean, the list goes on and on, but we are short on time with her because, you know, cell phones aren't very, you know, acceptable down there at Augusta National. And uh, it's Friday afternoon and we have her. So we're going to bring her right here on the air. Amy Bond, thanks for coming on the pro show. How are you doing down there in Georgia? Hey, Keith, thanks for having me on. I am doing great. I'm living a dream right right here at Augusta National today. Well, you know, you spent the last couple of days following Bia around. How's she playing? I mean, she's right now she's tied for 14th. Um, today's the practice round. She's running around, actually, Augusta National, getting ready in preparation for the final round. Um, how's she playing? She's playing really well. You know, her ball striking has been phenomenal this week. Really, it's a few three putts and the 18th hole at Champions Retreat that have really kept her from really being in contention. Um, she's three over on 18, which is a par five. So as a coach, that's a little disappointing. But she's been playing really good, and I'm excited for her to potentially come from behind tomorrow and uh, contend for this championship. Well, the, the leader is Rosang, and she is at – one under, and she's tied also with one of the fellow Swedes uh, in the field um, that Beatrice is as well. Now, I'm thinking about this because she has played in both of these events, right? Is she starting to get used to this, or is it still a special event to her? 
you know, it's definitely still special. She got to drive down Magnolia Lane this morning and she videotaped everything. But for her, having played in the very first one definitely has calmed her nerves because she knows exactly what's going to happen. She actually has an under par round here. She shot 71 two years ago at Augusta National. So for her, this is a special place, but also a place where she knows that she can potentially play really good golf. Now, you know her very well because you coach her, and she's a junior there at Florida State. So I'm curious, like, can you tell in her voice that she is comfortable getting ready for Saturday's final round? You know, the fact that she did shoot under par last time, that she came in in the top 10 in 2019. Can you kind of sense the way that she's approaching the practice round this afternoon that she is comfortable, if that's possible? Yes, for sure. We her, Bia's nickname is Smiley. She smiles all the time. And when she loses her smile, you know she's a little bit nervous. But that smile has stayed on her face. Her brother is actually here and on her back this week. So that just adds another level of comfort for her. So I really think that she's ready to go. And at this point, she's, she's at plus four. She's five shots back. She really has nothing to lose. She gets to play Augusta National, and she can just rip at every shot to try to catch the leader. Because at this point, you're in the top 30, you're getting to play Augusta. Why not cut it loose? The pressure's over. The first two rounds were the pressure-packed one trying to get in the top 30. Now this is just icing on the cake. Well, there's no doubt that she can handle the pressure. I mean, she's she's got an under-70 scoring average this year in college. She's played four events. She's had four top tens. I mean, she's an extremely accomplished player, and she's part of a group of young Swedes over there that we are dreading in future years in Solheim Cups, but that's a story for another day. Let's get back to the Augusta National Women's Amateur. How impressive is this event, as you being there just as a coach, but you get to take it all in, and you're not necessarily the one that has to practice and play and, and, and take on the golf courses. You get to see a little bit more. Um, how impressed are you with what's going on down there? Well, I'm just here for fun, you know, so I'm not even working, but I am thoroughly impressed with the way that Augusta National and the Augusta National Women's Amateur Committee, um, I'm impressed with what they've done. They are really treating the girls to something special, not just having the opportunity for all the players to get at least a practice round at Augusta National, but also great dinners, great tea gifts, things like that. They're really treating them like princesses. I mean, it's kind of nice. You you would think here, okay, the Masters is next week. They're kind of overlooking the girls kind of to try to get to the guys, but they are not. They are really doing everything in their power to make sure that these girls have an enjoyable and special um, opportunity here. So I'm, I mean, I'm in awe. I wish I was 20 years younger and, and had this opportunity <clears throat> because it's certainly something special. I mean, there's no doubt. Well, there's no doubt back in your day. I mean, you were a really, really good player. You probably would have qualified for something like this. How much would it have meant to you and how much does it mean to be a, to, to be there? It's opportunity of a lifetime. I mean, I, I've got chills today driving in. I mean, it's one of those things where as a golfer, you grow up, male or female, and Augusta National is at the top of your playlist. It is. Let's, let's be real. It, that's the pinnacle. And so for the women to have this opportunity, for me to have the opportunity to be here as a coach, is something that I'll never forget. I hope I get many more opportunities to come, but, you know, I, I get the chills 
walking onto the practice facility. I got the chills driving down Magnolia Lane. It's just something that I dream of and have dreamt of as a kid and now an adult that is a dream come true. So it's special. Bia loves it. She was excited to have the opportunity to come back again. And with her just being a junior, she's got another chance next year. So to have three opportunities to come and compete at arguably one of the best women's tournaments in the country at Augusta National is just really extraordinary. I mean, it's a, it, there's no doubt it's a special opportunity. And, folks, we have one this afternoon as we are talking to Amy Bond, coach of the Florida State women's golf team, and she is down at Augusta National with her player, Bia Vollen. Bia is tied for 14th right now in the event, and she's teeing off Saturday morning, final round at Augusta National Golf Club at 9, 10 a.m. So as give us a little bit of a scouting report on Bia because so, we're going to see her during the coverage tomorrow. Um, what is it that is most impressive about her game? Her ball striking, by far. She's going to hit it. She's above average. She's going to keep it in play. She's going to keep it in the fairway. She's going to hit it close. And one of the things that's really improved in her golf game is her consistency. So that's really what got her to where she is today is fairways, greens, and then making some putts. So if she can get that putter going tomorrow, I think some, some special things could happen come 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Well, Amy Bond, you are a special friend of mine, so I wish nothing more than for some special things for your Florida State Seminole there, Miss Bia Vollen. We'll, we're going to be rooting for her up here in New Jersey on the pro show, of course. So you go, run back, take care of her this afternoon, get her in the right frame of mind to go deep tomorrow, and uh, I can't wait to watch it. Thanks so much, Keith. I appreciate it. We're going to get her going, so uh, uh, everybody tune in and watch tomorrow. I have no doubts, and good luck with your Seminoles the rest of this season. Thanks so much. Well, there you have it there, Mr. Wade Weezer. A little live report down there from Augusta National Golf Club. And it, it truly is. You see all the coverage on TV and, and online, and, and there's no doubt that these women have a tremendous opportunity created by Augusta National Golf Club. And, and I'm so glad we got to talk to Coach Bond. I love listening to her appreciation for this day, where she is right now. Yeah. It, it, this is the top of everything she's you know her life is about this hey, right here and she she gets it she knows there's Doesn't no doubt take it for granted at all there's no doubt and the, you know one thing's for sure we have a lot to appreciate these days there's a, there's a lot going on with the pro show it continues to grow and i've been alluding to this for weeks but for those of you who haven't maybe tuned in a week or two shame on you but th but there's a lot going on for keith stewart if you want to stay in touch with what we're up to right week in and week out right now we're writing articles for PGA.com. You can go on there two, three times a week. You can see uh, different my, different takes that I have on what's going on in the golf world, the PGA Tour, the LPGA Tour, putting in a coach's perspective. Fantastic. We've got our friends at Stick and Hack that we're now partners with. Yep. Stick and Hack reacts every Monday at noon. Uh, there's a live release on Facebook and on YouTube. There's a, a quick 10-minute show there. We react to what's going on in the golf world. I also do some feature writing for them. Last week, I wrote about the Seminole Pro member. Uh, cool article there. Posted it up on LinkedIn and some of the other different things. You're talking about Keith Stewart, the brand. You weren't talking. You weren't talking in third person like you're bougie. I, 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 I'm definitely bougie. That's for sure. Now, speaking of bougie, we have a new segment that we're going to do um, at least for the next couple of weeks as we lead up to the Masters here. And our friends at Monkey Knife Fight are back. Yes, Monkey Knife Fight lets you play golf contests for money with your favorite players for the whole tournament or single round. 
Monkey Knife Fight makes it easy to win with no sharks or complicated salary caps. Sign up to play now and get 100% instant deposit match up to 50 bucks plus a free $5 game just for trying Monkey Knife Fight out. Yep, you heard right. A free $5 game just for trying Monkey Knife Fight. That's monkeyknifefight.com. Daily fantasy sports for the rest of us. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions, right? So what we're going to do week in and week out as part of our fun is that we are going to do... Monkey knife fights? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing quite like the simple pleasure of a monkey knife fight. Yes, uh, Homer. Um, No, well, first things first. On Wednesdays, they're going to post a little prognostication by yours truly Mm. that I write about the event and who I think the bets are to be placed on. And we'll, we'll talk about the different golf tournament of that week. This week, it happens to be the Valero Open out there in San Antonio, Texas. Um, From time to time, we might call in a guest or two in order to do uh, a little special um, guest guest bet. You want to say that again? Three times (laughs) fast? I don't. No. So, uh, you know, a lot of people ask me, they go, what is monkey knife fighting? Well, it's a daily fantasy thing. It's just like uh, FanDuel or DraftKings, but it's a lot more fun because it's you versus monkey knife fight. It's not you versus a bunch of guys in their mom's basement with algorithm computers that are just winning all the money. Um, they have some really fun contests. One's called More or Less. You get a golfer like Jordan Spieth today in San Antonio, and you say, is he going to have more or less fantasy points than a certain number, and you bet. Or Rapid Fire, you might pick Jordan Spieth versus Camilo Vajegas because he's leading the tournament in 64. Look at the Wednesday report. It gets posted on Monkey Knife Fight at Monkey Knife Fight HQ, or you can go to hq.monkeyknifefight.com. The weekend is sizing up to be a really fun event out there at the Valero Open. Uh, we've got Jordan Spieth in the mix. Uh, one of my early picks that I talked about on Wednesday, Cameron Tringali. He's at six under. Great day. Um, Scheffler and Matsuyama are going head to head. Right now, Matsuyama has a one shot lead, but I picked Scheffler to beat him for the weekend. Kuchar's playing good again after the match play. Vijegas is your leader. As I mentioned, he shot 64 yesterday. He's at minus eight. It's really cool. So that's the deal there, Mr. Wade Weezer. Next couple wait. of weeks, Masters, we're going to have some fun. And you know who also likes to have fun? It's that New Jersey Golf Foundation. And they'll host their 15th annual Golf Classic at Baltusrol Golf Club on Monday, August 9th. The signature charitable event on the Foundation's calendar is your opportunity to tee it up on the newly renovated lower golf course or upper golf course at the famed championship venue. Spots are filling up, so sign up today. To register for the 2021 Golf Classic or for more information, please visit NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or call us at 732-465-1212. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. And to talk about someone who's definitely positively impacting the golf world, I can't wait to bring on Abby Liebenthal, our guest today. And now it's 3.17 p.m. here in New York. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Be back in a moment with another special guest. He's back. What we have just witnessed is the most unprofessional act that I can ever remember seeing in professional sports, and I've been covering this stuff for 30 years. Mike Greenberg. He is better than advertised. If this kid stays healthy, he is well on his way to being one of the best and one of the most unique players this league has seen in a very long time. Greeny. Every weekday starting at noon on the new 920 ESPN. Join the thousands of golfers who already call Stick and Hack 
their home for the best golf stories, original podcasts, special events, member perks, and an active community of golfers across North America. Up until now, the golf media landscape lived somewhere between straight PGA coverage or idiots wrecking golf carts. We take a different approach by celebrating all sides of golf, life, and all the ways this amazing game connects sticks and hacks every day. Your free membership entitles you to discounts from major brands all over the country while connecting you with like-minded golfers for discussion, tips, or even around the golf. So head to stickandhack.com and enjoy the world's greatest golf club without the course. St. Jude exceeds any expectation or any dream I could have ever had about a hospital. First was getting David here to save his life. But then I was told we wouldn't get a bill. I, I didn't quite process that. How's this possible? It's possible through all the wonderful people who donate. It's pretty amazing when you consider that seven years ago, we didn't have the treatments we have now. We cure 80% of children with cancer. If you think about that, I mean, go back 50 years, we were curing 20 to 30%. This is the miracle story of modern medicine. The research here is research that we share with everyone else because overall we want to help all children that have cancer. What makes that possible is people that give to St. Jude. They really help us to fulfill our mission and we're so grateful to have them on our team. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures. Saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Time to get back on course as the pro show continues. Great show and great questions. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the pro show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You're listening to ESPN 920. First things first, I'm going to say all the words inside my head. I'm fired up and tired of the way that things have been. Well, that was a fabulous start to this week's show. But now we are going to take it to another level by talking to Abby Liebenthal, a marketing maven. This community creator brings people together. Following her career, you'll see a successful pattern, a trend, a unique knack for turning people into believers. I was broken from a young age, taking my soak into the masses, writing my poems for the few that look at me, took to me, shook at me, feeling me, singing from heartache, from the pain, taking my message from the veins, speaking my lesson from the brain, seeing the beauty through the... Nice hit on the song there, Wade Weezer on the board. We've had a busy morning for you already. <laughs> a big yes mouth wide shut on that one i know i know it's been it's been it's been a crazy crazy afternoon for sure all right well i know we have abby on the other line abby welcome to the pro show i let's just get right into it okay this is a huge week for women's golf how will you spread your attention around we have the augusta national women's amateur we have the first major championship for the lpga you probably have your own things going on it's springtime the golf season is erupting tell me what are you up to yeah, it's been a really fun week, honestly. Uh, coverage for the ANA has been split in between two times. So you get like a little bit from 12 to 4 and then a little bit again in the evening. So I actually kind of love it because it's spread out throughout the day and you can kind of like divide your attention um, between the ANA and the Augusta National Women's Amateur. So it's been a really cool week for women's golf. Um, I certainly wish that like maybe someday there'll be different weeks just so that they each can get their own full attention. But uh, it's pretty awesome, and like, what a cool start to the week with Michelle Wee like coming out hot. 
Well, I tell you, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, for someone that like yourself that covers golf, I mean, we are on overload right now. It, it's it's one thing to yeah. have the Masters even next week, but you can't even think about that with all that's going on right now. With all of the storylines, we've got a 17-year-old leading at the Augusta National Women's Amateur. You've got Michelle Wee and Lexi Thompson just a couple shots off the lead after the first round of the A&A. Um, I mean, I'm so happy and gr- and grateful that you are here to help put this all into perspective for us. And, and I mean, because th- there's a lot going on. And, you know, one of the things that really kind of attracted to me and what it is that you're doing, and we'll get more into more of wh- what it is that you do, but um, is that I find that you tend to draw people in. And I mentioned this in the opening. Right. And as we kind of process all that's going on in the golf world and we compare it to what you're doing with for the ladies. Right. It seems to me like you enjoy having success with others. Now, I'm curious. You know, I love to talk to my guests and try to, like, get to know them just a little bit better. Right. Where did you pick that trade up from? Yeah, I appreciate that. I think I got picked it up from my my dad, actually. Um, he is a lawyer in Toledo, Ohio, and a lot of his work is with small businesses in the area and so like he wants to see them succeed and I think I just noticed that like over and over and over again and maybe didn't realize it until more recently but um he likes seeing small businesses succeed and that's kind of how I feel I like seeing other women succeed so yeah I think I learned that on even if it was like subconsciously from a pretty young age and now I'm able to you know bring it to life in my own way so it's been pretty cool well, you're definitely bringing it to life in your own way. I mean, I look back at the kind of the stages of your career, like rungs on a ladder. You're at the AJGA. Then you're working for the Tiger Woods Foundation. Then Titleist. Then Imperial. Now you are the senior manager of U.S. Open fan engagement for the USGA. And alongside that, you created a foundation. I mean, you've, you've created – you are an inspirational person. But that begs the question, when you wake up every day, you know, what do you do to inspire yourself? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. Um, So, yeah, I founded For the Ladies um, on the side as a nonprofit organization back when I was at Titleist and have just continued to grow it since. We've certainly had a bigger year coming in quickly in 2021. Um, Yeah, in the more like to I guess I just I you know, I just think it comes from like inside of me. I don't know. (laughs) And, you know, I think I just, I like to be busy. So there's never really a dull moment. I'm not really ever just like sitting there. (laughs) Um, And I've certainly always been that way. So that that may just be it is I like to keep myself busy. And and that's why um, I run a few things going at once. So if you're keeping busy, and obviously this is a good week to keep busy, but but you're generally keeping busy. What do you have planned for us in 2021 then? Can you give us a little preview? Yeah. So, I mean, from my full-time job side, we are certainly super busy. Um, We do the U.S. Open, the U.S. Women's Open, a bunch of USGA Amateur Championships. So my full-time job just keeps me busy. But specifically on the For the Ladies side, I mean, we had a really big start to 2021. We hosted a golf getaway at Pinehurst Resort, and we already are planning another 2021 um, women's golf getaway at a different location. Um, we have, I'm running about 10 For the Ladies introduction to golf clinics this year across the nation. Um, so we're really busy. Um, you know, 2020, we definitely paused um, with doing in-person events. So 2021, we were just like ready to go. And, you know, all of our events are outside this year, which is great. 
Um, but yeah, there is a lot coming up in 2021, and I think it's it's much more event based than last year. Well, folks, if you're wondering who that voice is joining us this afternoon, her name is Abby Liebenthal. And Abby is a brilliant young leader in golf, and she works for the USGA. She's a senior manager of U.S. Open Fan Engagement. But what we're alluding to right now, and what I want to get into, is her foundation that she started called For the Ladies. And I believe it has a great story, and it couldn't come kind of into fruition at any better time than basically through COVID. I mean, you guys are definitely one of those types of organizations that is coming out on the back end of this pandemic pause with a very positive story because of all the interest in golf. So share with my listeners as we get into this, and and this is one of the main things I wanted to talk about today and I wanted to promote for you, was for the ladies. Um, You said it started with Titleist, right? How has it started to grow? What is the group like? And then where are you now? Kind of take me through the whole Instagram meme for me. (laughs) So yeah, we started in 2019, and it was truly like just a one-off. I wanted to host a introduction to golf clinic for some of my friends and word spread like wildfire up in Rhode Island and we ended up having 70 women show up. So I was like, oh my gosh, like this is clearly an opportunity um, to take a hold of and see how we can continue it maybe in different spots. So um, I just started hosting these introduction to golf clinics truly at places where I just wanted to visit my friends. Um, So I went to Jacksonville, Chicago, Scottsdale, these were all places where like I just wanted to go because I had friends living there, but I also knew that they could help spread the word about hosting an introduction to golf clinic. They, you know, all my friends growing up did not play golf. So I knew there was plenty of opportunity to get them as well as their friends to at least see what golf was all about. And that that's kind of the key for the ladies is to introduce golf to women in an approachable and accessible way so that, you know, there are no barriers for them. Maybe they don't belong. They probably don't belong to a country club. Um, They may not have golf clubs. So we are trying to make this the easiest way to come stop by, see what golf is all about. And then if you want to continue that journey because you had such a good time, then we can hopefully provide the resources for you. So we've grown a lot with the clinics, um, but the pandemic truly did provide an interesting opportunity for me to expand the For the Ladies brand. So you know, during the pandemic in 2020, we we launched a podcast where we amplify, you know, women's voices who are working in the game or they're playing the sport. Um, we started a, a newsletter and it's written by myself as well as two other ladies who are involved with For the Ladies. And, and we shared, you know, what's on our radar? What are we reading? What are we buying that we love to, to wear on the golf course or maybe like snacks we like to have? So in 2020, we were able to kind of expand the brand and, and really focus on what for the ladies actually is even though we had to pause you know our bread and butter which is the clinics so then we come to 2021 and we're able to like really bring everything together we're able to do the clinics we've expanded to doing golf getaways we now have a directory that you can sign up for or to find women who play golf in your area um so 2020 although it was so difficult it allowed me to kind of step back and think about okay well what what can what else can we be doing for all these women who are interested in golf and still want to be engaged and are probably playing on their own because it's an outdoor activity um, and now we're able to bring that all together. So, yeah, it's it's been an interesting climb. Um, I think, you know, in 2019, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, this is like this little 
organization that I've put together to host clinics and we'll just see where it goes. And now it's it's much bigger than that. And we have some, you know, brand awareness and, and certainly some validity behind us so that we can grow in some of the ways we want to. So I'm excited to see where we go beyond here. I think um, to answer your question about what's kind of next, I think a good phase two for For the Ladies is figuring out how to partner with clubs and facilities to do regular for the ladies clinics so if women do love the sport they can come back and have like a regular clinic um to to grow their skills within the game well as a pga professional i'm gonna i'm gonna make a biased comment for a second and i I think maybe (laughs) maybe you should reach out to us to you know to the men and women the twenty-eight thousand men and women of the pga of america because as the green grass operators for the most part we are always looking for opportunities in order to engage our customers we we have tons of them right now there's no doubt about that but uh, but in order to really have their attention, to let them know that, you know, to find out that they're listening to us and that they really want to be golfers and not just necessarily just kind of walk through and play and not get the experience from the game that you and I get from the game. Right. And I, 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 of course, I mentioned that because I am a PGA professional, but you working for the USGA, you guys have a cool partnership that you just formed with that large organization. Tell me more about what for the ladies is going to be doing with the USGA. Yeah, so first, PGA and LPGA professionals are so critical to For the Ladies and the clinics um, because I am not a golf instructor. I have always just played for fun. Um, So it's funny, whenever I go to a location and say, like, the facility doesn't have their own instructors, I am, like, stalking the PGA.com website and searching for professionals in the area to see if they want to come volunteer. So, yes, it is huge, the PGA and LPGA professional programs, because, like, they're key to, to introducing people to the game and making sure they have those skills right off the bat. So, yes. I definitely agree with you. Um, from the US- well, Abby, let me jump in right there, real quick for you. All yeah, right. you, yeah. You now, you now have a friend on the pro show here, and I am literally like the Ari Gold of PGA professionals, right? I, I've got, oh, a, I've got a fantastic network, and I really believe in what it is you're trying to do with for the ladies. So, you know, we'll talk after after the show, and. We'll make sure that you can get in touch with me because I can help find you people all over the country to help make this thing grow because we have this surge of golfers from COVID and I want to make sure they stay. I mean, selfishly, I like listeners, right? And I like readers to the things that I write. But for you and I, we also want people to play golf with and have fun with, right? And I mean, that's the case. and, And that's what gets me excited about things. Like I'm so excited with the appointment of Mike Wan. Now, you work at the USGA. How excited are you about the appointment of Mike Wan to be the United States' new golfing leader? Oh, gosh, yeah, I'm so excited. I mean, he is such a leader for women's golf and has grown the LPGA immensely, as well as LPGA USGA girls golf. So, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to, to be working for him, and I think it'll be great. But the partnership on the USGA for the ladies side, yeah, I mean, it's mostly focused around the for the ladies podcast. Um, they're going to help, you know, elevate the podcast because we are interviewing women who, you know, work in the sport and they play the sport. And so they're going to help me kind of spread the word about the interviews that we do. And, and I'm just really excited to have that, you know, like I said a little earlier, the validity behind the brand, you know, when I go to places and I'm like, hi, yeah, I'm Abby. I, I sounded for the ladies and we're hoping to bring a clinic to you. I most of the time I, I really have to explain what I do and, and having um, an organization like the USGA kind of stand behind us 
certainly provides that validity and allows me to grow in different ways. Well, you're getting some more validity to a huge audience here in, <laughs> in the New York City metropolitan and, and Philly region here. So um, that being said, we also have sponsors that need to do their thing. So I got to take a quick break right here. But folks, we'll be back with Golf's Magnificent Marketing Agent, Abby Liebenthal. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Back in a moment with more. Keyshawn Johnson. Any quarterback that plays underneath him is going to look crazy, and especially if they got any skill set. Jay Williams. I'm just tired of talking about what Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons don't do. I want to start talking about what Brett Brown needs to make them do. It's time to go to work, Brett. And Subin Mahente. I can promise you, I am as passionate about sports as you are. It is time to go to work. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. Weekday morning starting at 6 on the new 920 ESPN. I had my crazy golf dream again last night. It's been happening a lot lately. In my dream, it's Sunday at Augusta. I'm walking up 18, and I'm tied for the lead. The fans are shouting my name, and as I approach my ball, they go quiet. Except for that one drunk guy who yells, Hit it in the hole! Thanks, guy. Anyhow, I'm holding a 7-iron. I'm trying to decide if it's too much club. And right as I smell the slightest whiff of azalea drifting on the wind, I wake up and I realize I'm not there because I'm not a pro. But then I remember I can play with them at monkeyknifefight.com. Monkey Knife Fight lets you play golf contests for money with your favorite players for the whole tournament or single round. And they've got tons of fun weekly events like their Thursday Eagle Eye game where you could win your share of 2,500 bucks by just picking three players you think will eagle a hole. Monkey Knife Fight makes it easy to win with no sharks or complicated salary caps. Sign up to play now and get 100% instant deposit match up to 50 bucks plus a free $5 game just for trying Monkey Knife Fight out. Yep. You heard right. A free $5 game just for trying Monkey Knife Fight. That's monkeyknifefight.com. Daily fantasy sports for the rest of us. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. You got a great voice for radio. Time to get back on course. Face for radio. I I get a lot of that too. As the pro show continues, once again, Keith Stewart. This is Keith Stewart. Welcome back to our conversation with Abby Liebenthal. You know you're listening to New Jersey's ESPN 920. I like the way you talk I like the things you wear I want your number tattooed on my arm in ink, I swear You know, it's a tremendous week in golf, and especially for the ladies competing in the Augusta National Women's Amateur and A&A Inspiration. As we continue to get to know our guest, maybe she can help put all of this into perspective. Ooh, a little French there, Wade. Very nicely done. Nice to meet you, too. I like it. A little pop rock and roll. All right, let's get back to it here with Abby. Abby, quick question for you. So you have these For the Ladies clinics. I'm sorry. I love to jump back into things. I'm very New Jersey. I'm very uh, high energy (laughs) on a Friday afternoon. Um, So I don't want to shock you too much here. But the... When you get beginner golfers at your clinics, or you talk to any men or women about the game of golf, how do you describe the game? Oh, my gosh. Um, caught me off guard. I'm like, that's such a big question. <laughs> um, I mean, I probably explain it in two ways. You know, I'll explain to them what, you know, the, the sports kind of side of it, where, you know, the objective is to get this little white ball into the hole uh, with as many, with as little 
strokes or hits or whatever the way easiest way for me to explain it is into the hole. Um, because I think if you say like strokes or something, people are like, what are you talking about? So sometimes I have to, I have to just say, you try to hit it as few times as possible to get this little white ball into the hole and you keep score along the way. But I think if I'm explaining it to somebody who just wants it as an activity, I'll just say, Oh, golf is just like a fun way to be outside and get some physical activity, go for a nice long walk. And along the way you're, you're swinging a golf club and getting the golf ball into the hole. Um, so, it, you know, for that's for me personally. I kind of see golf as, as in two ways. It's the it's the sport, but then it's also the activity. A nice long walk. That's one way of putting it. As you and I know, as golfers, sometimes it's not so nice. But uh, I think no, that yeah. I think that that's a great marketing slogan in the way that you put it, because it kind of expresses what you love most about the game, which is being outside, being with others. You know, I alluded to this earlier that you are building a community, and you're very good at that. You know, and and, and as an agent for women's golf, you know, I salute that this afternoon. What's cool about that is that while you're trying to do this. American LPGA players are going crazy, right? The quarter sisters, Lexi, we've got Michelle Wee West is back. I mean, th there are a lot of stories that we can tell about the LPGA and American stars. How do you have conversations at your clinics and with introductory women golfers and connect them to kind of watching golf on TV and learning more about these superstars? Oh my gosh. Yeah. What a good question. Cause I think that that's so key is, you know, if you're going to get interested in the sport, like what a fun way to continue to engage with it by watching the, the professionals do it on TV. And we have so many cool stars right now, whether they're American or they're international. Um, and I, I think that that's a lot of what we do at Poor Ladies. You know, every week we're sharing, you know, how to tune in and who are some of the ladies to watch. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's like key is if we're going to get more women to play the sport, we should get more women to watch the sport um, and get them excited about these players. So that is a lot of what we do at, at for the ladies. You know, every week we're sharing how to tune into the how to tune into the tournament or championship maybe some players to keep an eye on, um, on the podcast, you know, every weekend we're doing a little recap of what happened on the LPGA tour, or if there's a big event such as the, um, a and the ANWA, we're going to talk about that too. Um, so, so yeah, I think that's key. I think it's huge. You know, we want more people in general to be watching the sport, but if I have an engaged audience, like take advantage of it and, and tell them about these stories and about these tournaments that are happening all year long. Yeah, it's huge. Well, and you have this opportunity coming up this year with the United States Women's Open being at a historic venue, the Olympic Club yeah. out there in California. What do you all have concocted out there, you know, up at Far Hills at the USGA in order to try to make this connection happen um, with this much larger female audience in golf? Yeah, I mean, I can't really speak to much of like what the, the team on the U.S. Women's Open side is doing. I specifically mostly work on the U.S. Open. But I, what I can say is I work on the Victory Club, which is the fan club for the U.S. Open and the U.S. Women's Open. So uh, we support both the championships over at the fan club and we'll be, you know, sharing those messages um, and the, all of those player stories um, throughout the year. But of course, in, in an elevated way around the U.S. Women's Open. And what a cool event 
venue to be at. Um, I'm, I'm, I've never been to the Olympic Club, so I'm, I'm certainly really excited to be there and get to see it all. Um, and then I think on the For the Ladies side, like we will help elevate those stories that the USGA shares about all of these women um, and make sure that people know what to be tuning into and who to watch and keeping an eye on everything. So, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm so excited for it to be at the Olympic Club and, and, uh, and its future venues. So I think there's just a lot going on in women's golf and women's sports in general. I think, you know, all over between the NCAA um, tournament to, uh, to our events, like there is a lot of attention right now on women's sports. And I think we all need to just grasp onto it and take advantage of the opportunity. Well, there's a lot going on in women's sports. And one of the things that's going yeah. on, and I want to talk about it, is coming up in Philadelphia in late April, you have one of your For the Ladies clinics at yes. right at Walnut Lane Golf Course right on uh, April 25th. So when someone yeah. goes to that clinic, just give me a quick Reader's Digest what they would expect from that experience. Sure. So at any For the Ladies clinic, when you come, you're going to go through three different stations that may be like the driving range, putting green and the short game area. And we're just going to show you some of the fundamentals, the introduction, how to, how to do each of those stations. For some women, it's truly teaching them how to hold this golf club. Like they have never held a golf club in their entire life. For other women, it's maybe just like getting a little bit of attention to your game and seeing what, you know, what can you improve upon? So women will go through those three stations and then we always have drinks. Uh, it's always happy hour at for the ladies clinics. And then we always do try to have a women's golf apparel company or a women's golf um, athleisure brand do a pop-up. So we will actually have Addison Bay, which is a local um, athleisure brand, um, show up. And they're going to have some of their clothes to show to the ladies. And, and ladies will be able to buy them while they're on site. So it's a mix of golf. It's a mix of happy hour and shopping. It's, we just try to make it fun and approachable um, and something that you would want to go to. Golf, clothes, and drinking. Wade, write that down. Yes. Write that down. I think, Got it. I think that's the three pillars of the you pro show. You had me in drinks. Yes, for sure. All right. right. So speaking of having us, right, uh, for the ladies, website, social media, real quick, give us your handles. Yeah, so For the Ladies is on Instagram. It's F-O-R-E, the ladies. And then uh, our website is fortheladies.net. And that's where you can find all the upcoming clinics, seeing what we're up to, signing up for that directory to find women in your area, um, and anything that's going on with us. Now, I know it's a very busy week in women's golf, and I know you have to run, but we have a little tradition here on the show. So before I let you go, we like to do a little rapid-fire Q&A. You up for this? Yeah, go ahead. All right. What's the best compliment you ever received? Oh, it might have been the one today of like how I like to see other people succeed alongside with me. I think that that's a winner. Ooh, well, you're going to be invited back. All right. On a scale of one to ten, rate your wardrobe. Ooh, seven. Best book you read in 2020? Um, Daisy Jones and the Six. Name a guilty pleasure you have. Um, ooh, watching, um, oh my gosh, it's Below Deck on Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, round of applause there. All right. I'm with you on that one. I'm with you. Favorite app on your okay. phone? <laughs> um, TikTok. If you could be sponsored by one brand, who would you want it to be? Ooh, 4A Golf. Do you believe in ghosts? 
Describe 2020 in one word. Enlightening. Now describe 2021 in one word. Um, goodness. I don't know if I have one word. Pick two. It's fine. Okay. Um, oh, oh, I'm just going to say full of opportunity. Well, you know what? I have truly enjoyed this opportunity with you today, Abby Liebenthal. It's been enlightening for my audience, and I can't thank you enough for the time. Come back to the pro show soon, okay? Thanks for having me. All right. Take care now. Bye. Well, folks, I mean, that was she's just amazing and a breath of fresh air. And you can see why all the success that she has surrounds her. Speaking of success, I know you're giving me the nod. We got to roll. All right. It's about 3.50 p.m. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Coming back to wrap up today's show with, of course, the weekly update. Janae Wumake. Players who've always been at the forefront of social change. We all respect the decision and we support her decision more importantly. And Mike Golick Jr. We saw a Black Lives Matter shirt at a NASCAR race. You have finally opened the door to make a new group of people feel welcome at a racetrack. The new knows no limits. Janae Wumake and Mike Golick Jr. are Janae and Golick Jr. Weekday afternoons at 4 on the new 920 ESPN. St. Jude exceeds any expectation or any dream I could have ever had about a hospital. First was getting David here to save his life, but then I was told we wouldn't get a bill. I didn't quite process that. How is this possible? It's possible through all the wonderful people who donate. It's pretty amazing when you consider that seven years ago, we didn't have the treatments we have now. We cure 80% of children with cancer. If you think about that, I mean, go back 50 years, we were curing 20 to 30%. This is the miracle story of modern medicine. The research here is research that we share with everyone else because overall, we want to help all children that have cancer. What makes that possible is people that give to St. Jude. They really help us to fulfill our mission, and we're so grateful to have them on our team. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Get ready for the back nine. As the pro show continues, once again, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the pro show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You know me as the director of fun. You're listening to ESPN 920 on a fun Friday afternoon. It doesn't matter where you are. If it's spring break and you're somewhere all over the country, you can stream us at 920ESPNNewJersey.com. Just hit that Listen Now button. And if you missed us because you were away, why don't you hit the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, Amazon, Podbean. And, of course, there's you can find us on social media. It's at KJStewartDOF. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all these different spots. Certainly, you can see me on PGA.com, StickAndHack.com, and now MonkeyKnifeFight.com. The list is growing, Wade. Let's it enjoy is. let's enjoy a little spring break buffet here. I know I don't get there often enough. But God knows I should try. It's a magic kind of medicine. Oh man. I can go buffet for hours right there. He should get a commission from Every summer drink sold at bars. 
Could play you, that plays music. Could you imagine? His agent's probably listening. Right. He's making that phone call right now. There's no doubt. We're coming up with ideas. Absolutely. To make, make Buffett money. more money. Ka-ching. Yeah. No doubt. You know, the guy's doing pretty good for who once was a pilot. That's you right. Know, you know, island Another jumping. life. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good stuff there. It just goes to show you, folks, if you have a dream and a passion, you follow it. And uh, if it includes a guitar, then um, even better. There's no doubt about that. You're upping the, you know, the difficulty probably. Yeah. But that's okay if you got the talent to back it up. Well, you know, it's that spring break time of year. And I, I could tell why you were throwing that in there. It, it, um, it, there are all parts of the country right now that are just people at the beach having fun, doing their thing, getting away. And kids, right. are, kids are out of school. Oh, no, wait. No, kids have been out of school. <laughs> it's not 40 degrees like it is in the tri-state. Yeah. Love it up here. It's opening day. And the, the, weather, the weather report is um, sleet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I it's happened before. I remember snow on opening day. Oh, yeah. 96 Yankee game. I remember that. Snow day. The, uh, oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, I remember that. 96 was. That was a pretty good year. Good year. Pretty good, good year. year for sure. Right. You know, I think they had snow in Detroit yesterday. You know, that's, that's shocking. That's a good place <laughs> for opening day. Anyway, so I digress. Folks, high draw, check. Low fade, check. Bump and run. Out of the sand or flop shot, check. Check, and of course, check. No matter what shot you need to pull off, there's one ball that's better for them than all. That's the all-new TP5 and TP5X from TaylorMade. With a newly redesigned dimple pattern that decreases drag and increases lift, it's the number one ball in golf no matter the shot. So whether you need to hit over trees or under or even through them, hit TP5 and TP5X, the one ball designed to handle it all. Learn more about TP5 and TP5X, and to find a ball fitting near you, head to TaylorMadeGolf.com. TaylorMade Golf sponsors of the weekly update. Talk amongst yourself. And the button moved. The oh, button no. moved. I hate when people play with my buttons. <laughs> we'll edit that out later. All right. Persistence pays off. So Joel Damon won the Corrales Punta Cana Resort and Club Championship on Sunday. I, when they say club championship, right, because it's, it's, it's resort and club, but then they had championship, I feel like, you know, there's a bunch of guys or women, you know, signing up in flights and everything. Anyway, <laughs> I, it's one of those days, man. It's just, yeah. it's been a crazy, crazy week. There's so much going on, and, and we love it. Uh, so Joel Damon, he won down there in Punta Cana for his first PGA Tour victory. And he was avoiding a playoff when the wind pushed playing partner Rafael Campos's final birdie putt on the final hole. If you see this on Twitter, it's heartbreaking to see what the guy went through because Campos, he was born in Puerto Rico, but he spent much of his life. He lives in the Dominican. What a story that would have been for him to win on his home uh, uh, there where, where he lives, his home island. Right. And, you know, Damon said, you know, it's really hard to win golf tournaments. Sure, just ask Campos, right? But the 33-year-old Damon finished at 12 under 276. He's had over 100 starts, and he's a very popular winner. He's one of those guys that's on social media. He does a lot of interviews, a lot of podcasts. He's he's a very transparent guy. He's great, you know. And and it's been a tough spring, or it's been a tough start to the year and now spring because Damon, he won after missing weekend cuts in seven of his previous eight starts. Ooh. It's, it's not good. It's been a rough start to the calendar year. He said golf was really hard for me these last seven or eight weeks. And to turn it around, it's been pretty incredible. You know, you know, this is really one of those feel-good stories on tour that we get from time to time. And for the secret to how he turned his game around, there's a related story later in, Ooh, the, in the weekly update. That's a tease. We call that a tease. I know. Um, speaking of teasing me, right? The European tour strikes again. 
Here we go. You ready for this? I am. Daniel Von Tonder won his first European Tour title with a nail-biting victory in a playoff over Jazz Janowanatanand. Yeah, I'm sure that's right. Yeah, at the Kenya Savannah Classic, right? Van Tonder carded a 64 in the final round with a monster birdie putt from the edge of the 18th green to finish at 21 under overall, and he ties Jazz Janowatananand. And he missed his birdie putt in order to, to win it in regulation. First playoff hole, tie. Second playoff hole, tie. And Van Tonder, he wins the third playoff hole after... Want- Jan Wantananan. I mean, seriously. That was actually best that do, time. There, do, you, yeah. do you write these things for me? <laughs> I don't. All right. And uh, anyway, folks, yes. I, I know it's April 1st this week, but, and yes, these are real names. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Kidding me. <laughs> Phil B and Phil. All right. Fun reporting by our friend Jeff Shackelford. Phil Mickelson opened up to Forbes Mike Doak in a less than subtle puff piece to plug his VistaJet partnership. Oh, I love this stuff, right? On the possibility. So Phil quoting uh, on the possibility of moving into television commentary. You know, I can see myself as an announcer because when I look at the game of golf, I see things that others don't. And I'm able to articulate it. And I think I'd be really good at it. All right. And then Mickelson backtracks a little on the notion. He says, but it doesn't bring out the best in me personally. Commentating is not going to drive me to be in the gym like this morning or drive me to drink green juice. I envision being on the road and not being as accountable to my overall health. I really need the game of golf to push me and bring out the best in me. Right. Honestly, I, folks, you know, how entertaining would it be to give this guy a mic? You just really don't know what might come out. I mean, as it is, yesterday in the first round, he made a 10 on the 18th hole in San Antonio, right? Okay. So I, I would love to hear his commentary on that. Right. <laughs> Accountability is overrated. <laughs> yeah. The LPGA, we've talked about them a lot today. They're laying down the law on slow play there, Wade Weezer. Okay. All right. Beth Ann Nichols from Golf Week reports that... Uh, Yelimi No tied for 61st at the Kia Classic last week, and she took home a $4,247 paycheck. But she actually lost money last week after she got a $10,000 slow play fine. Oof. She's 19 years old, and she, she said the rules official showed up midway through her front nine and hung around for nine holes, and she had recorded some bad times on 10 and 12 for slow play. And because this was her second slow play fine, the fines are doubled. Fines are doubled in construction areas. Here we go. Yep. All right. Um, she's ranked 47th in the world. She had a new caddy last week. I mean, the excuses are just all over the place here. She forgot the official was there at one point, you know. And one of the things you got to think about is that as a teenager, how does she explain the lost wages to her mom and dad, you know? <laughs> That's right. right. In a related story, the LPGA also handed out its first two-stroke penalty for slow play to Robin Ree for being out of position at last week's Kia Classic as well. And Ree missed the cut. You know, I feel for no, but congrats to the LPGA for laying down the law on pace of play. Hopefully more tours. How how slow do you have to be? I mean, I mean, Uh, it's. It's not just for one shot, but it's, it's being progressively slow throughout the course of the round and falling behind the group in front of you. Okay. They, they do when they come out and they talk about timing. They, you get about 40 seconds when it's your turn to hit. It's really a lot of time. What happens is people get trapped in their own world or right, some sure. people tend to plod. You know, you, do you ever walk around? Well, maybe not a mall or anything anymore, but like <laughs> you, you ever walk around somewhere and, you know, Lose someone's just slow or oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Sunday but, drivers. But do they get a warning? They get a warning. Okay. And that official comes out. But when the official comes out, that's kind of like that 
notice that like, hey, you know, we're watching you. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, Big Brother's not. She didn't get it. Not possibly watching you. We're really we watching. Are really, you. Yeah. yeah. We're already watching, but now yeah. we're letting you know that we're watching. Yeah, you. they should definitely get it. Um, it seems like she was kind of wrapped up in her own world. She is nineteen. So, I feel bad. How's it going out here? Yeah. You doing okay? You need. She, she lost about $5,700 in change oh, on the week just from slow play. Awesome. Our weekly DJ story, Dustin Johnson, here we go. After committing to the Valero Texas Open last Friday afternoon, Dustin Johnson promptly withdrew on Monday morning. <laughs> That's your story. That's it. I mean, seriously. Hey, when you think about it, with the Masters coming up, the good news is he got the Champions Dinner menu out in time at Augusta. He's serving. I saw it. I saw it. Yesterday. Was it good? I saw it yesterday. He's serving filet mignon and sea bass. It's a nice little surf and turf combo. Right. And he paired it so perfectly with an appetizer, pigs in a blanket. Well, you can only go down from there anyhow. <laughs> pigs in a blanket. <laughs> That's great. He's going to Augusta National. They have world class chefs. Um, I like the pigs in a blanket. That'd be great. Right. That's right. And uh, steak <laughs> and the sea bass. All right. The cause of Tiger Woods' crash has been determined. An AP report, the Los Angeles County Sheriff says detectives have determined what caused Tiger Woods' crash to his SUV last month in Southern California, but would not release the details Wednesday, citing unspecified privacy concerns for the golf star. Hmm. Now, uh, Chief Villanueva claimed that investigators needed permission from Woods' camp. He's like, we've reached out to Tiger Woods and his personnel. And he said, there's some privacy issues on releasing information on the investigation. So we're going to ask them if they waive the privacy and then we'll be able to do a full release on all the information regarding the accident. Now, wait, in case you're wondering if and when Woods Camp will grant permission to the media for that information. Need I remind you that this is the man who named his 100 foot plus yacht privacy. That's right. <laughs> Good luck with that hey, one. You, you, you got to think, though, that it's probably not criminal then if they're asking permission to release this information. Um. It, I don't think it was, I mean, honestly, it's going to come out that he was looking at his phone or something right. on, a, on a road he wasn't used to, going too fast. But they can tell. They can say and, that if they want to. You, um, know, you would think, unless I mean, they just want to, you know, they're playing nice. It's Tiger Woods, yo. I mean, like, it's, <laughs> it's, there's a lot going on there. And, and, and yeah, and people and people are not going to sleep until they find out. You know, That's they, all you got to know. It's Tiger Woods, yo. They, they, they. They feel it's owed to them. All right, let's wrap this thing up here. And, you know, Damon gets away for a special reset before Punta Cana. That's right. Golf Week's Tim Schmidt reports. Rather than playing in the Honda Classic, Joel Damon went to meet some buddies in Sin City, that's Las Vegas, for a long-planned bachelor party. The result was favorable as Damon returned to action in the Dominican Republic and captured his first PGA Tour title, which we talked about earlier. Here's Damon. We went to Vegas for two nights last weekend and reset the system. That's what they call it now. Had plenty of fun. We played golf. We played TPC Summerlin. We played Shadow Creek. We had a blast, Damon said on Wednesday, you know, at his press conference in advance of the Valero Texas Open. He goes, I actually played really well on Saturday at Shadow Creek, and it was kind of chirping at the guys. I said, this is the day it's going to turn around for me, kind of jokingly through a couple of cocktails, maybe. But I really did believe it was going to turn around, you know, getting away from the game for a couple days, like really getting away from it. So when I showed up to Punta Cana on Monday, he said he felt like it was a fresh start, and I was really refreshed. So so there it is, folks. Joel Damon shows us how to prepare for your first PGA Tour win after 100-plus tries. A bender weekend in Vegas. I tell you, folks, <laughs> if that's the case, these guys really are good. And that's your Pro Show Update for the week ending, April 2nd. 2021. Now, we have a big week coming next week because it's the Masters, so you know we'll have another super show to back this one up. Multiple guests and all sorts of fun to keep you and your trigger finger over there 
completely occupied on Friday afternoons there, Mr. Wade Weezer. So I appreciate all you do on the board, and I appreciate my listeners. Of course, we appreciate our sponsors. That's TaylorMade Golf, New Jersey Golf Foundation, and, of course, Monkey Knife Fight. Now, before I go, I'm going to leave you all with one brief thought about listening. Great listeners are a successful breed. They quietly have the key to every door in life. So in each conversation, listen in such a way that makes others want to speak with you. And before you know it, that keychain of yours will be full. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and this is The Pro Show. Thanks for joining us for today's show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart returns to the T next Friday at 3 on ESPN 920.